Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Oh. With guest host Susie Schuster. I mean, you're kind of hitting one of the hottest women on the planet, is what you're doing. Did you just say hitting? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Tom, how do you feel about Benefer? I'm all for us running back things that were cool in 2000. Earlier on the show, from NBC Sports, Peter King, actress and director Elizabeth Banks. Coming up, Emmy nominated host and Proud member of the Bald Brotherhood, Rich Eisen, plus Bob Costas. And now, it's Susie Schuster. I'm not sure how Rich is going to feel about me getting you guys drunk in the first two hours of the show. (laughs) That's a strong term. You you just downed your second mimosa. Well, TJ poured it. I know. If somebody (laughs) pours it, you have to do the right thing and drink it. Do the right thing. That's the rule. I'm pacing myself over here, Susan. That's the rule. Thank you, Mikey, because you're my safety net. Exactly. As you have been for 20 years. Exactly. You know that. Hi, everybody. Susie Schuster here with you on The Rich Eisen Show. Rich is doing Tokyo Gold, everybody, on Peacock. TJ Jefferson over there. Chris Brockman over there. Hey. Mike Del Tufo over there. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to try to keep this ship straight. I'm going to be the designated driver for you on this final hour of The Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) Peter King in the first hour, he was phenomenal because he's Peter King and he's great. Second hour, we had Elizabeth Banks calling in from Ireland. She is directing Cocaine Bear. How about that for the name of a movie coming out soon and we she, she talked about her uh gift for her husband for his birthday and it had something to do with portland and the trailblazers i'm just saying to you love it bob cost is coming up and he will help us unpack this simone bile story and all that has happened in tokyo and oh by the way aaron Rodgers showed up today guys anybody care anybody paying attention that's why we have these mimosas cheers aaron's back in the hey, building hey, aaron. Aaron. wait now the rich is on let's talk about who's not showing up today rich did you hear about zach wilson <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> makes me want to drink. We're out of booze here, honey. TJ's uh, TJ are and Chris you, yeah, are doing was, a good job. Yeah, I was seeing you pouring mimosas there today. Well, you know, we, want me to come back. We had a uh, we had an extra bottle care of wheels up, so I, I <laughs> took it out of, took it out of the uh, took it out of the okay. wine cellar and brought it in for the boys today. All right. So, More Rich. You can do. Tell us about Tokyo Gold. What has been your favorite highlight of the day? What should we stop well, and watch before we get to Simone? Highlight of the, day, the favorite highlight of the day was the, the group of uh, peers of uh, Lydia Jacoby in Seward, Alaska, watching them watch her win her event and win gold, you know, um, when she's from 
you know, a state that has one uh, long course pool in the entire state in Anchorage, Alaska, which was a two hour drive from her from her hometown. So she and her mom rented an Airbnb so she could train there for months. And she winds up winning gold and she's 17. And then just seeing all of her classmates and friends in that town just hopping up and down or slapping the floor. And all I could think of is like they were kind of like, for the lack of a better phrase, like the hamsters in, in her wheel, you know, like they were like connected to her and giving her power and strength without her even knowing uh, and it's what we love about the Olympics is a story like that and seeing how it affects a small town and and the first ever swimmer from the state of Alaska to make a swimming team and she wins gold and it's a 17 year old she's a little she's a kid and just seeing all of that it's just it just gets you in all the fields it really does it's one amazing. of only yeah one of only 10 Olympians from the state of Alaska all time which is kind of incredible. What's it like yeah, there? I know. What's it like there, Rich, uh, with the Simone Biles news? I'm curious about what it feels well, like there, and what are you hearing? Yeah, I mean, like, here we are, middle of the day, you know, or middle of our prep, and then all of a sudden, word filters, oh, by the way, Simone Biles is, is withdrawn. And, you know, we went through the entire show thinking it was a physical medical issue. Um, and um, obviously, we get off the air and we find out it's something completely different. And I saw your guys' conversation about it because um, you guys posted it on Twitter. And I thought you, you, you kind of, you, you know, you, 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 if you will, stuck the landing. I mean, um, look, there's two ways to look at it. You know that I've already seen some of the responses to your, your guys' conversation. And, and there's going to be a lot of people saying, you know, she signed up for the Olympics. This is what, you, this is what comes with the territory. And, and suck it up. But we live in a world now where uh, mental health and mental awareness is just or should be viewed just as seriously as anything that requires a crutch or a cast to heal. And um, and so, you know, the we don't know the pressures of being an Olympic athlete and not even many Olympic athletes would know maybe the pressures of what Simone Biles uh, must deal with because Simone does uh, maneuvers with her body that no other human being can do or has attempted. So she knows what it requires to, to prepare mentally, physically, to pull off what she needs to pull off. And it's, you know, uh, the New York Times story that you were quoting, Suze. Uh, I mean, what is more jarring than to see somebody say that the thing they're looking forward to most is the Olympics being over. And when somebody signs up for something, they might sign up for it because they feel it's what's expected of her or that she would be letting others down, sponsors, parents, family members, friends, teammates. And then once you accept the assignment, you know, a human being comes to maybe regret it. And I just look at it and think to myself, how sad it must feel and how sad it must be for and to her that she views the Olympics as something she regrets agreeing to do and what it must take in order to, in the moment, look her teammates in the face and say, this is just not 
going to happen today. And I feel so sad for her, and I do hope, uh, although, as you pointed out, Suze, in your, in, your, in your soliloquy, take however you want to put it, uh, I mean, what, what can happen between now and her next events for something like this to be no longer a consideration? I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's coaching. I don't know whether it's time. I'm not sure what it is, but you said it perfectly that mental health is the same as having any other injury. I think it was Brandon Marshall, I think, who I covered in college football that you know through the National Football League, who really brought that to light as of late. And you cannot discount that. And I have zero interest in the trolls who are going to say anything about it's her job. It's her job, but she's a human being and she's 24. I mean, the weight of the world is on her shoulders, literally. Literally? Physically? No, literally. Kind of. Anyway, the point is, she's there. We hope she comes back. And it sounds like from her latest soundbite that she's going to come back, which is great. Well, I hope so, because it's what, you know, would um, hopefully make, but, but, but that's, that's just us, you know, that's me. That's us. That's, that's fans. That's, that's what we're, we're, we're hoping for. I just hope that it's, something that makes her happy you know (laughs) and and you know and if she's not going to if she's fearful of of hurting herself because she's not you know or she's thinking about it mid-air mid-twist for the 15th time i mean my god she could really hurt herself yeah this is not this is not running this is not this is not skeet this is i mean what she does is superhuman I mean, the only thing that we could all relate to, and I know, you know, Brockman definitely can, is just, you know, your golf swing, which mm. is not anything remotely Jeez. close to this. But all I'm saying is that sometimes you're sitting there and you're thinking, you think too much about it. But all that just requires is a lost golf ball, or for us, a mulligan. <laughs> you know, for her, it's like she could wind up in the hospital, right. you know, or, or she's fearful of not performing up to her standard and and that's just to me a very sad thing uh but i i'm also and we are also we 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 have you know our default is empathy and sympathy and you know there's a, a lack of that everywhere in the world today so uh i do hope to see her again but only if it makes her happy before we talk football, what has been your favorite highlight today? Because I know you get giddy with some of these crazy highlights. Ah. Suze, uh, today's rich, richest shuttlecock minute. Um, <laughs> which, Careful. Which we have created. We created, well, we created it to put a spotlight on lesser-known sports like badminton, but it really is uh, a construct that allows me to say the word shuttlecock with abandon on television. <laughs> um, today's sport was dressage. That's what I just said. It was my sport. I said, if I, I said, that is the one sport that I could compete in. I could do that. Just saying. Dressage. Mm -hmm. A little pee-off. Little dressage. Um, We got to the half path, which is the horse sort of going sideways. Yep. Um, And I said that that reminded me of leaving Dominic's in Ann Arbor uh, frequently when I was in college. That led to a full pass on occasion. Wow. That was my comment on dressage wow. today in my, if you will, shuttlecock minute. 
Yeah, can you be careful with that? I don't want you to pull I'm a Steve Levy, okay? Myself. Just be careful. I, You're making me nervous I, with that I, over and over the again. The person serving mimosas to the staff during the program, Suze. I mean, the rest of the crew. What are you doing? I, I just like everyone to be happy. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm all Brockman, about. Brockman, are you having mimosas too? No, no I don't know. I haven't had any. Uh, <laughs> he's probably at the most rich, just yeah. for the record. He's got no, two empty glasses and two thumbs pointing straight at him. Speaking of which, we did we this. Have you do, we should have you do sneaky good games to see if it actually improves your ability to wow. properly. <laughs> Wait, so dur- during the football season, Fridays, we, we slam some mimosas and then pick games? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you tell me if it improves because I – I think I didn't. I text you a couple of weeks ago, or during my during my during during my COVID recuperation. I think I found an old uh, video of you with your towing the line. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, line segment. I think it was your gambling segment where you were like forty percent or something. Yeah, I think like we that. went over that. I think anything can help. We went over so, that week. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, it can't hurt. Maybe we get an alcohol sponsor, Rich. I mean, yeah. let's, let's make things happen. I mean, I, I think that. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show brought to you by Viv Clicquot sounds that's what I'm play talk- chic. That's what I'm talking well, about. I'm just saying. That's because if, if it's free, it's you, I think. Right? <laughs> by, by the way, right? Don't joke. Me uh, too, Rich. You know that way I am. Thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' appearance as he came into Green Bay today, Rich? <laughs> well, there's two things about it. First thing, um, it's the personal and the professional. Which one do you want first, the personal or the professional? Personal. Which one do you want first? Personal. personal. I would like to personally thank him for uh, taking us from draft day all the way to this day on the Rich Eisen Show for all of the content that we were able to discuss uh, for it. My God, that really was, um, quite frankly, uh, that got us that got us through the storm of sure did, uh, yeah. no football. Sure did. You know? um, um, but uh, it looks like whatever concessions that got made, it's as close to the Tom Brady um, exit strategy that you, one can get um, without what getting what Tom got, which is complete free agency. Um, I don't know what Peter said in hour one, but it sure looks like this is the end of Rogers' stay unless something remarkable happens. Another wrench, to use his phrase, gets thrown in and they win a Super Bowl. I don't know how you let Aaron Rodgers walk then. Um, and then, you know, uh, otherwise, if it just winds up, let's just say, in the same way this season went, 2022 was the year that the Packers kind of pegged anyway to put uh, Jordan Love in there. And that's why Rodgers knew that and brought everything to a head right now um, to get what he wanted contractually so he can get out and get to a spot if that's what he wants. Um, it would require Green Bay to trade him, but they would want to get something for him rather than, you know, let him play it out and then walk for nothing because that's when he would get his free agency. Um, and they certainly wouldn't let him sit there and back up Jordan Love, you know. <laughs> so um, it's if they really believe in Jordan Love and really feel he's the next guy and are so dedicated to getting him the time prior to needing to figure out if a fifth-year option has to get picked up, then Rodgers is gone, and everybody in Green Bay should enjoy their final season with him. 
By the way, Rich, if you are interested in what Peter King had to say earlier on the Rich Eisen show, you can go to yes. Peacock and it is streaming. And you can check out Thank that interview that was in the first hour. I'm going to go to the YouTube feed as well. I'll I'm, go to the YouTube feed. I'm just saying there are ways that we can give you that information. What did you think about his getup, more importantly? What about the man bun? What about the Kevin shirt, the flip-flops, or the Blade Runner glasses? Is that what it was? I have, I have not seen the way he arrived. Oh, God. We're going to get this to oh, you, Rich. Rich. Oh. I mean, are you oh, near a computer? Honey. Like, go to App Packers right now and check it out. Somebody send this guy a picture. I mean, flip-flops, shorts, a... Uh, NBA Jam style T-shirt of Kevin from the office with the big bowl of chili. Uh, he's wearing Doc Brown's glasses from Back to the Future Two. Man bun, big time. And like, he's total David Beckham man bunning it. Yeah. Uh, as as um, you know, I said on uh, on this show, and people can, uh, if I'm not mistaken, go to Peacock and the YouTube stream to see it. Um, when he was saying he was at peace and with everything and he's saving Bryson DeChambeau's bacon from, you know, the fairway or the green and living the life that he has. I need to see that guy on the field this fall. And I'm, that's the professional of it too, is that I'm, I, it's, I'm psyched. This is huge. I mean, this is a monster opportunity for green Bay to win. Every game is going to be just jam packed with drama. Every game is going to be a mini season in itself. And him, you know, he just looks comfortable in his skin. He looks in shape. He looks happy. I mean, again, if the way he played golf and the way that he's just gone about his business is going to be brought um, successfully to the field as a an MVP defense, this is going to be lit. And they are a, one of the favorites to win the NFC. There is no doubt about it. And I don't want to hear that Rodgers could have won the same way in Denver this year. That is not the same thing as staying put in Green Bay at all. Him staying put in Green Bay is much better for him than it would have been for Brady to stay in New England another year. Not even comparison. You can't compare Denver's roster with Tampa's roster, the one that Brady walked into. So he is clearly comfortable in his own skin, certainly the way you described the way he's shown up today. And I cannot wait. You know, week one... New Orleans, man. I mean, like, let's go. Because they've got their own quarterback situation. And they're going to now, Green Bay, stroll in with everybody back and roll it out like carpe effing diem the <laughs> whole season long. And I would proper to say every concept of trotting the field goal unit onto the field on fourth and goal, history, it's all going to, like, every aspect of what Rodgers wants uh, in terms of the game being put on his uh, shoulders, he's going to get. And I can't wait. Can't wait. Before we let you go, we'll do this fast because Bob Cost is coming up on the other side of the break. Yes. With the big news with Texas and Oklahoma, you're a traditionalist, Rich. Is there yes. any part of you that is concerned that Michigan and Ohio State follow suit? <laughs> follow suit where? To go to the SEC? Maybe they'll create a giant, maybe everything explodes. No, but it's funny. No, seriously, it's funny. We were talking about when the super team, super league stuff was going down with with the Premier League. Yeah. Like what if like college was built for the possibility of doing that more than anything. And this is a step closer to that. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. the Big Ten might be looking at the, the rest of the remaining Big 12 teams and 
saying, you know, who could come aboard here and who could come aboard if the ACC wants to jump some ship or, or what have you. But we're another step closer to it. And, oh, my God, Hoskins just texted me a photograph that you're talking about of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that, that happened. Oh, my the God. The floor is yours. And every... Oh, my God. How would I look in those glasses, please? Not good. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> All right. Wait, the hair or the glasses? Call an honest assessment. The hair's That's nice. Judgment. Okay. The hair. Well, can somebody Photoshop that hair on? Oh no, I don't know if I want to see that. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We need Rich Photoshopped into this look immediately. Someone's yeah. got to get on. Smitch, it. can we get that? Let's go, Smitch. Let's go. You're at home. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Rich. All I have it. to say is you're welcome. Okay. And we'll keep the lights on for you. Have okay, fun, Tokyo go Golding. Uh, I'm gonna go play golf with DT and Shaft. Right oh, now. Nice. wait. Is that a real thing that's happening? That's right. Me, DP Schaap, and uh, um, the agent to the stars, Agent Orange himself, Reed, Reed Bergman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reed Peasy. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes, we're going. Fantastic. All right. We want have pictures, fun. live stream. Let's go. I think we should have, uh, you guys should maybe tape something. Get it out there. Your people want to see it. I'm just saying. Well, I'm out of, all I'm saying is I am, I am out of quarantine, and I am pegging it up, and this is something I'm very excited about. Nice. Hit him straight. Keep your head down. That's all I have to say. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very yep. much. Bye-bye. All right, Rich. Hey, bud. Bye-bye. There you go. Go have fun playing golf. We'll wow. just be here working. Wow. That's yeah. all. What and having mimosas. What a foursome. <laughs> right? Yeah, what a foursome. What a great... Jeremy Schaap calling in tomorrow, by the way. A little oh. promo to lay ahead. And coming up next, the great Bob Costas. The only par- you know, person I can actually get nervous for. It's like you feel almost like auditioning. It's Bob Costas. You have to be on your A game to interview the great Olympian himself. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. There's somebody on Twitter, and it could be Bob, at real underscore Bob Costas. 
Then you read the Twitter bio and you begin to think something could be up because it says former NBC Sports broadcaster, 21-time Emmy Award winner, 11-time Olympic host, president and sole member of the BCFC Bob Costas Fan Club. (laughs) Doesn't sound like Bob. No. So I wanted to make sure that we're all buttoned up and inviting here on the Rich Eisen Show to discuss this very subject is none other than the real, actual, 100% authentic Bob Costas. How are you, Bob? I'm good, Rich. Late last night, and then again this morning when I woke up, (laughs) dozens of texts, some claiming it must be real, some saying this can't be true. And one said, this is the best indication that hell has frozen over (laughs) since the 04 Red Sox or the 2016 Cubs. But I am here to assure you and everybody else yes. that the fires of hell are still very much blazing because I am absolutely not on Twitter. They have taken the bogus account down. And I began thinking, you know, what would actually, what would I have to do before I ever deigned to be on Twitter? What? Like binge watch the Real Housewives of Orange County? <laughs> Make a return trip to Sochi just for the nostalgia of a pink eye episode? <laughs> Star in a school to basketball? Or, or just for you, just for you, Rich. Yes, Bob. Make a special trip to the NFL Combine. <laughs> All those things will happen before I'm ever on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, a prequel to basketball would be pretty epic. Prequel. I like it. Yeah. That, you know what? I have to admit that. So Zucker brothers asked me to do a sequel, especially with Al Michaels at my side. Yes. The basketball. It must, it must be done. I All right, there you go. Public. Okay. So this is the real Bob Costas. We okay. can confirm oh, that oh now. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Twitter needs that. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, of all the things in the world, uh, I, <laughs> So did you, did you, did you, uh, your son, uh, tweeted it out that this is not you. When I saw the, the first screen grab that, that Keith sent to me, Yes. one tip off should be, look, I'm a reasonably humble and self-effacing guy, Yes. but would I knowingly shortchange myself seven Emmys? <laughs> the guy couldn't even get the number of Emmys right. Exactly. I said that. I said 21 Damn. seems a little light. Right. <laughs> You gotta pull a scam, get your ducks in a row. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. And none other than Bob Costas is on the phone with us right now. 28 Emmy 7. You would never shortchange yourself. <laughs> you would no sooner shortchange yourself an Emmy than Al Michaels would eat a green vegetable, Bob. You know, that's a good point. But Susie, you have just given me insight into what my approach should be going forward for the rest of my career. Just select my greatest hits. And let them play an extended version of that rather than me having to come on and try and think of something new to say. (laughs) If we could all just pick like the 10 best things we ever did, our lifetime batting averages would be much higher. Here's my question. What haven't you said yet? Let's think about that. I mean, with the amount of Olympics you've done, World Series, Super Bowls, what haven't you talked about yet? You know, I have a few rants that my my friends... uh, like to have me reprise from now and then, which I will not do now, but one has to do with how much I loathe parades. 
or the, the only day of the year where I have any animus toward the group in question is when they parade down Fifth Avenue and make it impossible for me to cross the street. And everybody else has to go around and around, and traffic has to be rerouted, and the police have to be, have to be employed or sent to police <laughs> this parade. Meanwhile, meanwhile, crime runs rampant in Gotham City, and Commissioner Gordon has to pick up the bat phone. You know, it's just all wrong. And you can't take your dog to the park to go to the bathroom, so what are you supposed to do? It's ridiculous. Right. 100% correct. Yeah. 364 days out of the year, 365 in a leap year, I am on your side. And, the, and the a taxpayer expense. Parade and wear your silly costumes, I'm out. I love angry Bob Costas. <laughs> I think we're all so used to your America's voice in so many ways, Bob. And I feel like that when we get a little what bit of, of anger. What is America in if that is the case? By the way, don't. That's maybe not the wrong conversation, or right conversation to start with me. I think you know mm-hmm. that. Uh, no, that true. that said, um, but I do think it's fun to get angry Bob Costas for a change. I mean, we only get to see that in film. Yeah, now now and then. Of course, this Friday on HBO, and thank you for the lead-in, this Friday on HBO is the premiere of Back on the Record with Bob Costas. And if I am not exactly angry, I will be pointed at least at some points during the hour, which follows Bill Maher, 11 o'clock Eastern time, this coming Friday night. I'm excited to have this back because I was talking about this yesterday. There's been a loss of storytelling and a loss of perspective and essayists um, because everyone's so busy yelling and screaming at each other on a two screen or a seven screen or what have you. I'm really excited to have this back on the air, Bob, not only at HBO, but HBO Max. What should we expect, and what are you looking forward to the most having this back in your saddle? Well, I'm only doing four a year. It's supposed to be a quarterly show. We got pushed back twice this year because of COVID, so now we'll get four in in 2021 by doing them in four consecutive months, July through October. But going forward, it'll be quarterly. Uh, I'm interested in quality rather than quantity. At this point, I don't want to have a show hanging over my head every week or every month. And we are not looking to duplicate or do better by degree that which is already out there. So it's not the same as Real Sports with Brian Gumbel, which is the 60 Minutes of Sports, and is great on its own terms. And it's certainly not the same thing as the debate shows that we see on a daily basis all over uh, the dial, the cable dial. Some of that is fine. Some of the opinions are insightful or humorous or interesting, but a lot of people are doing it already. So... Will this be exactly what every sports fan most enjoys? No. But everything now is a niche, and HBO is, for all of its prestige, and there's plenty of it, and that's why I wanted to be associated with them. Again, they do things at the highest possible level, but it's still a boutique thing. People come to it uh, in lesser numbers than they come to the NBA Finals or the World Series or whatever it might be, or certainly than the Olympics, even during the pandemic. So we will find our audience or they will find us um, and it will be it will remind those who are old enough to remember of some of the things I used to do it'll be a blend of commentary of uh, interviews that will not be confined to three and a half minutes there'll be some depth to it and although the first show has only sports figures among uh, those appearing in the past especially on HBO we had Springsteen on the show. We had Tina Fey and Seinfeld and 
Chris Rock and J-Lo was on the show and Clooney and Hanks were on the show. If they like sports and they have something to say uh, about it, then we can branch out beyond sports with them. So that'll, that'll be part of it. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. The name of the show, Susie, tells you that. It's back on the mm-hmm, record. So mm-hmm. same, same idea, update it a little bit, and hopefully I haven't lost my fastball. I expect greatness, especially from Ross Greenberg. So there you go. I would love to know who to look forward to watch on on this coming Friday edition. On the first show, we have Charles Barkley, and he will be given uh, all the room he needs. Um, Allie Raisman, which is topical uh, because of her outspokenness about the uh, sexual abuse scandal in USA Gymnastics, and also because of what's happening right now at the Olympics, and especially today with the announcement that Simone Biles has withdrawn, at least from the team competition. We'll see what happens uh, on the individual stuff, and we'll know about that because the individual competition starts Thursday and we're on on Friday. So Allie is a particularly uh, timely guest. And then, you know, like Bill Maher, uh, we'll have more in-depth interviews than Bill has, but we'll have a panel like he has. So we'll have a panel of people uh, and we'll toss out whatever seems topical or appropriate to talk about given the composition of the panel. And then I'll conclude it with an essay or commentary of some kind. And then it'll be midnight and I'm not sure what will be on HBO, but I'll know by Friday. I'd love to hear your perspective, Bob Costas, on Simone Biles today and about her openness uh, about how she's feeling mentally on this world stage. What are your thoughts Mm -hmm. in that you've covered pretty much every important Olympian that there is. What were your thoughts in watching her and watching her perform this week? Well, she has every right to her own feelings and her own decisions, um, the particulars of which I only understand from a distance. It's very clear that her teammates love and respect her and that she will be there uh, to cheer them on, even if she doesn't decide to compete in the individual events. Um, She's a very bright young woman. She understands at some level what comes with the territory. And she's participated in it willingly and benefited from it. She'll benefit financially, already has. Um, There's a goat meme, which she has associated with herself, and she certainly is the goat of her particular sport. Uh, So she accepted being celebrated she accepted being, with all due respect to Katie Ledecky and others, the face of this particular American Olympic team. She accepted all that, probably knew at some level what came with it. And at one point, that balance was worth it to her. But perhaps no one could have anticipated, uh, including Simone herself, all of the emotional pressure that comes with it. But she is expected not just to excel but to be perfect. Uh, And each individual is going to respond to that in a different way. Um, So I I have no uh, reason to dispute or question her reasons or or her decision. I sympathize with with everything that that goes into it, but there are both benefits and drawbacks to being in small small Biles' position. I'm sure she understands that. Bob Costas joins us here on The Rich Eisen Show. Back on the record with Bob Costas premiering Friday, July 30th at 11 p.m. on HBO and on HBO Max. Bob, with the myriad interviews you've done, who has been the most impactful to you? Wow. 
well, you could say in a certain sense, although it certainly wasn't my favorite, um, I think we handled it competently. The interview with Jerry Sandusky, just as the Penn State story was breaking nationally, probably had the greatest measurable impact in that most of the country concluded that night that he was guilty. He still disputes that. There are appeals pending. He has some defenders now in the press who either think he was railroaded or that uh, what he did was not quite as god-awful as what most people now believe. I don't know how that will play out. We're 10 years down the road. But certainly at the time, that had a tremendous impact on the public understanding of the case. And what interview is out there that you still are searching for? Who's the person that you haven't gotten yet that you want to sit down across from you? Well, you know, this is maybe a generational thing. Uh, All of us would love to see an interview, a truly in-depth and candid interview with Sandy Koufax. But I totally respect and even admire Sandy's stance. He's a private person by nature. He's a humble person by nature. And he also has what very few, even the greatest of the great, very few have this. There's just no disputing his place in history and in the public imagination. He didn't have to win 300 games. He was done at 30 because of his arthritic elbow, won less than 200 games, but was so great and so elegant in such a short period of time What is there for him to defend or explain? He's probably better off, not just because of his reticence and honest shyness, but he's probably better off not even attempting to gild the lily or go back down memory lane. Every recollection of him from every direction is 100% well-earned, justified admiration. So, So what can he do to advance that any further? And every time I cross paths with Sandy, he is extremely gracious, and it, the last time I asked him for an interview was probably, I don't know, 15 years or so ago, and he never used an intermediary. He always called me back, and the conversation went something like this, Susie. If I ever do it, I'll do it with you. And then I began to realize I'm at the front of a line that never moves. So <laughs> <laughs> having that designation as, as the person first in line is pretty much meaningless. Yeah, that's a one-way ticket to know. Yeah, yeah. although, you know, obviously he's sort of like, you know, in the literary world, everyone wanted the interview with J.D. Salinger or with Harper Lee because they were so reclusive. For a long time, you know, he's kind of out of the public eye now. Think about this, Susie. You always saw Jack Nicholson at Laker games, but Jack Nicholson never did a television interview. He wouldn't even go on with Johnny Carson when everyone was flocking to Johnny in the last month, wouldn't even go on with Johnny Carson. And his explanation in the 90s was, look, I'm a movie star. You go to the movies, they turn the lights down, it's a big screen. That's different than being on your little home screen and people are puttering around. I don't want to diminish that mystique. And you have to give that to him, which leads to this story. Do you have a minute for it? I always have a minute for you, Bob. Why, thank you, Susie. So, 1992 NBA Finals, the Bulls and the Trailblazers. So it's one of the games in Chicago. And Nicholson is in Chicago um, filming Hoffa. So he's a huge basketball fan. Not surprising he can get good seats. Not at center court like (laughs) in L.A., 
but underneath one of the baskets along the baseline. And somebody from NBC spots him. And the producer says, Bob, do you know Jack Nicholson? I said, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're kind of friendly acquaintances. He's down there. Go ask him if he'll come on with you at halftime. Now, I'm way up in the rafters in the old Chicago Stadium. I'm like, guys, this is a fool's errand. He's not going to do it. You owe it to us. Go ask him. Okay, it's like four minutes to go in the second quarter. I go winding down the ramp, and I wait until a timeout. And I come up behind him, and I tap him on his right shoulder. And his head turns, and I swear it reminded me of that scene in The Shining. I know that look. I know it. I know it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so not very, and then his face softens, and I wish I could do a good Nicholson impression. He goes, oh, hi, Bob. And I say, Jack, just play along. They're watching. I'm supposed <laughs> to ask you if you'll come on at halftime. And he says verbatim, although I have to edit out one word, verbatim, Bobby, Bobby, you're a nice kid. You do good work. How can I put this? No effing way. <laughs> To which I say, Jack, I take that as a firm no. Enjoy the rest of the game. And now I got to haul ass all the way back upstairs. I barely get up, get there before the buzzer to end the second quarter. Fool's errand indeed. When I was a kid working at HBO Sports for Real Sports with Brian Gumbel and Ross and the whole like, I was doing a profile on Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I was there with James Brown. I saw Jack Nicholson. I said, JB, I'm going to get an interview for the Kobe piece. It'll be great. He said, Susie, I will buy you whatever classic convertible you want if you can get that interview. I was like 20-something. I had hubris. I'm like, JB, watch this. You know, ask Ross. I was a good booker back then. I tap him on the shoulder so I know that look. He swivels. I see the shining look. Mr. Nicholson, I'm Susie Schuster. I'm a producer with HBO Sports. JB just told me he'll buy me whatever classic car I want if I can get you to do the interview. He says, kid. And I can't do the, I can't do it either. Stink. You seem like a really nice kid and you look really cute behind the wheel of a car. But if I do it for you, I got to do it for everybody else. And I said, oh, come on, please. I don't want to hear the word no. So yeah, I get that look. I've had that look. It's not a good look. But you know what? It leads to a good story decades later. And I tried. We empty, did we? And I tried, Bob. I can't wait to watch your show. I'm very excited to watch it. I will watch it religiously the four times of the year. If you need any correspondence, I'm just saying, you know, I know people who work. You know, you're on at the, the chief. front of the line, Susie. Even oh, God. The line that never moves. Just said, don't make it the <laughs> same line. That's not good. Say hi to Jill for me, please. I will. Thank you so Take much, care, Bob. Susie. Take care. See ya. Bye. He's Bob Costas. I mean, I threw it out there. He just gave me that. I just got the Heisman, right? Yeah. I didn't get that job, huh? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, All right, more Rich Eisen show when we come back. This stinks. I really thought I had an in there. I thought I was going to charm him, wheedle him. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> Stuck posting at this dump. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thrilled and delighted. The man who needs no introduction, but I'll give it to him anyway, the legend, Tony Hawkins. Oh, thank you. you. How are you, bud? Very good, thanks. Okay, so what do we have here? Choices, because, you know, I've never I've never been on a skateboard. I heard that, yeah. So, uh, well, your staff brought sort of a um, spectrum of board. This one's straight out of, I'd say, like 1982, 83-ish. That's a thumbs up from the owner, Ted McCarran. And then, uh, this one is relatively new. It's a little bit, it's more like for trick-oriented. Okay. So I'd say well, less stable for you. Okay, we can't have that. Right. All right. Um, I guess mine's kind of in between, because I got big feet, so. So I ride a stable board wow. on tight trucks. Are you, you actually use your skateboard? Sure. Yeah, of course. Okay, so, wow. All right. All right. Have you ever done any boards for uh, surf, <laughs> snowboard? This is a blank slate situation. All right. Oh, all right. So if I were to, let's see, you have to decide which way you stand, first of all. Okay. Right? So you're either going to stand with your right foot forward or your left foot forward. Well, I'm, I'm a right-handed guy. so That doesn't matter. <laughs> How do you let's, ski? Uh, let's say if you're, you're someone were to push you forward, which one, which foot would you? All right, yeah, okay. I say you're goofy footed. Okay, like goofy. me. There we go. You're riding my board. You're goofy footed. This okay. is great. So, all right. Yeah. So what you want to do is put your front foot on the board, a yes. little bit of an angle. Okay. Right. Yes. And then just give it a little push off, and then straighten your feet, your front foot out after it's moving. Okay. And my only advice is to anticipate the motion. Anticipate right. the motion. So I'm going to and don't fall. right foot like this. this oh my god, bad. this is no good. And then push off with the left. Yeah, and then just lean forward. Make sure you're leaning forward. <laughs> that would be leaning back. Is that uh, what you guys were hoping for? Yeah. Was that the money shot? That is exactly what we were hoping I for. I swear I gave him good advice. What a what a horrible moment. But this is what everybody in this room was hoping for. Wow. I'm going to do it again. Oh, right. okay. One time. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Okay, you wow. got I'm it. I'm going to do it again. got to lean forward. lean forward on your front, like over your front foot. All right, you're centered more over your front leg. Okay. There you go. That's it. That's it. You got it. Got to teach my kids to stay, all, stay on the board. There you go. Look at me. That's it. You're Look skating. Tony Hawk, everybody. Hey. Hey. High five for perseverance. <laughs> Gotta teach the kids to get back on it. But wow. I do need an ice pack. I'd lend an ice pack, please, somebody. He came back home that day and needed an ice pack, people. He oh. came home, he was horrified. By the way, I haven't seen him without a beard in a long time. But he came right? home horrified. By the way, today, Tony Hawk landed the first 900 at the X Games in 1999. Happy anniversary wow. to Tony Hawk. Rich landed uh, nothing there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was rough. Oh, he was horrified. And by the way, he doesn't belong on a skateboard. What was he thinking? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. We just saw Rich Eisen falling off a skateboard, people, with Tony Hawk. I yes, mean, you know, in the Peacock Only segments, we play flashback clips. Rich with Tony Hawk there, amazing. I remember it happened right in front of me. 
But the bigger news out of that clip, you mentioned it. Mm. Babyface Rich. Babyface baby Rich. Babyface Rich. Do you think he'll ever be Babyface again or is beard now forever? Taylor has been on his case to get rid of the beard. She really? hates the beard. Ooh. Hates the oh. beard. But you love the beard. I pick. like the beard. It's swarthy. It's kind of manly. Yeah, it's good. He, he said that Old like, man in the sea. A year ago, he was like, I don't know, but Susie likes it. And I was like, well, that's it, bro. Hey. Like, if the missus well, likes but, it, you're, not, we're going you're a beard on, like, guy. Year four of the beard. It's been oh, going yeah. on for a while now. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a look. It's a look. It's a style. It's, it's a look. Good. It says it sophistication. It Absolutely. says, uh, I've salute. done things. I've hey, seen salute. Salute. Hey. It says, salute. I like the beard. I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's kind of manly. Look, I'm not into baby face, Rich. I like I like uh, look at your look at speaking of baby face, Chris over there. Chris I has got, got the baby I, face. I had a, I had a beard for a while, for a little bit. I don't remember you with the beard. I oh, did yeah. a little yeah. Tom Brady protest beard during the yeah, whole Deflate yeah. Gate thing. He needs to come back. Yeah. By the way, and like Rich isn't here, so I can say this as someone who's Uh-oh. been a beard gang member for well over a decade. He's more of like a, a five o'clock shadow yeah. scruff guy. Like that. Right. It's, me, not beard, it's not beard. beard. It's not a beard. But, but to him, it's a beard. Right. So, you know, hey, mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. You know, <laughs> if, if that's it, then that's it. That's funny. <laughs> I don't think of it as a beard. I don't think of it. Like, you know, uh, to me, a yeah, beard like is a like a ZZ Top like situation. Oh, yes. That is a Justin beard. Turner. That is a beard. Like, that's a beard. That ZZ a beard. Top. Like James Harden. That's a beard. By the way, ZZ Top, you know exactly when I grew up when I see ZZ Top had a beard. Like, that's a beard. I don't know if you know this, Brockman. My beard's about an inch shorter. I say, uh, you looked a little tight. It looked like you got it all cleaned up. Well, yeah, I went to my man, I went to my man, my barber, Benny Blades, on Saturday, and I said, Benny. Yeah, you did. And he goes, you want me to take, I said, Benny, listen to me, dog. A little bit. Just a little bit. He Uh, goes, a little bit. I'm (laughs) looking in the mirror with him, because he cuts out on (laughs) on his patio. I'm like, Benny, a little bit. By the time he was done, I was like, bro, I can see my neck. I hadn't been able to see my neck because the beard was down here before, but it looked good. So I was Listen, when you listen. can't see your neck, you're in big trouble. You know what I mean? That means you've been hitting the donuts a little too hard. No, it wasn't. The, the neck was there. I'm saying the beard covered it. That's right. how long the beard was. But Benny decided that I looked better with a shorter beard. So that's where we're at. Benny and the Jets <laughs> took it down. It's not a game. No. So are we one and done on the mimosa front? Did I get you guys in trouble? I mean, look at, see, you get a little bit, I'll say, you know how old I am. Because no, do you want to run this? We top. can run this back tomorrow. Right, we can do that too. <laughs> I also noticed that my cup is still, I would say, being the optimist, half full. Yes. You might say it's half empty. You're Yours on your third. Full. Why? I'm not going to have any of this because I have to go home and pick up my son yeah, here we, in like an hour. We so. gave him a cutoff time, like but after yeah. no. 10.30. Yeah, after, yes, yeah. What should we have tomorrow? Time. Bloodies? Rich hates a Bloody Mary. If yeah, you're I ever on a too. plane and you're yeah. sitting next to Rich, oh. don't order a Bloody Mary. Hates that more than people who take off their shoes. I'm oh. with you on that. Can't the smell of a Bloody oh. Mary makes me... Oh. Really? Really? What is your airplane drink of choice? Vodka? <laughs> yeah, so Bloody Mary? No, I never... I, that's a canned Bloody Mary, and that's anathema. I like to make my own. In like fact, a, when I was like pregnant a, yeah. with Xander, don't ask. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All I could think about was a Bloody Mary. Interesting. So I would make my own, virgin, of course. Right. And I would just... I mean, I'd put the stuff in the Worcestershire sauce, a little of this, a little of that, which that. would be like, what are you doing? Spicy? You like I'm on the spicy side? I don't like it. I don't like... um What's the uh, what's the name of the mustard they put in it? I don't drink Bloody Mary. Come on, it's come not on, cayenne. Uh, yeah, horseradish. Yeah. Horseradish. Don't like that. Oh. I don't like I don't like any horseradish of any type. I like a nice spicy straight one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like a Bloody Maria. But obviously, <laughs> I was pregnant, so I was not drinking booze. 
I did, however, um, eat a Tostitos salsa once with a spoon. Oh, just straight? Yep. While I mean, pregnant? I think when you're, yeah. when you're pregnant, like, the judgment on you, what you can you do eat, whatever you want. Yeah, to do. it just goes right out the window. You do whatever you want. Whatever yeah. you're craving that day, that minute, that hour, that second, whatever. Go for it. Cooper, I, I mean, like I'm some cra- like crazy person. I would open bottles of Pinot Noir and just huff them. That's so weird. <laughs> like, like Whit Goodman and, and Dodgeball? Yeah. Crazy person. Just sniffing the pizza? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. weirdo. Total psycho. That's kind of weird. Yeah. That's and then Taylor, I ate, I ate sushi nonstop. Not supposed to do that apparently, but they do in Japan. So there you go. When in Japan. So, I mean, yeah. let's, let's, ra- let's wrap up. Today. Wrap up. We had a great day. That was fun. I love Peter King coming on. I think anybody who wants to hear his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, please go to Peacock. Please go to YouTube. I'm sure our Grand Meister will tweet out the most important parts of Peter King. Bob Costas is always incredible and timely. I mean, is there a guest you'd rather have on for a perspective on almost anything than Bob Costas? I mean, isn't he... The king of perspective, yeah. you might you might say, yeah. the Olympian of perspective. Just talk about guys who've seen it all, done it all, been there, done that. Yeah, he's 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 a go-to. Well, yep. I'm just saying, if I had a choice, I'd rather have like say Halle Berry, but I'm sure oh, she's not up. Well, I don't think so she's... for this. So then, yeah, what's she be... gonna say about Simone Biles? Huh? She, I mean, she could say whatever she wants. I Susie. know, it, I get it. Would it. not matter. Back to your volleyball. Uh. That, that makes me come right back to the to the butt huggers, if you will. Holly McPeak is going to uh, call in tomorrow. Oh, Holly okay. McPeak, nice. nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. We may have to zoom her after. We may have to play her the next okay. day. But, but uh, Gabby Reese is in transit, uh, and uh. she was so cool to introduce me to her badass friend, Holly McPeak. Yeah. Nice. And so we will have this further discussion about women's wear mm-hmm. on the beach. <laughs> TJ's very concerned that I have screwed TJ up the Hornets nest here. He's really worried I've screwed up his viewing habits, and that's okay. I mean, if they start wearing spandex shorts, Susie. Ooh. By the way, we're watching some. Yeah, we're, we're watching, watching some, some men's right now. Shorts down to the knee, tank top, hats. Yeah. Glasses. No, the the girls are wearing. Good thing like, the girls are picking their wedges out like, in between yeah. spikes. I'm just yeah. saying. Out there, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, I know it is. Look, guys, I know it's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but you're going to make the argument that it's not? Right, I'm, I'm, you know what? I, just something in my, my head just said to shut up. So I'm going to shut yeah. up. Okay. Your mom's watching. Would you, can you please keep it together? Really? Uh, we will be back tomorrow with some great guests as well. We will continue to watch Houston and everything around the league. Christopher, I think we've got a lot more reports coming from training camp tomorrow, correct? Yeah, we'll have a lot of news from training camp. Uh, a couple things. Uh, Ian Rapport saying that Todd Gurley is going to visit the Ravens. Wow. On Thursday, and I'm actually hearing from a source of mine that Randall Cobb is on his way back to Green Bay. Really? So Aaron Rodgers, one of the things of the concessions he was making that uh, apparently was on the list, he wants to get some of the band back together up there in uh, Packerland. So Randall Cobb, nothing official yet, but in the works. Look, there's no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is a Pied Piper of sorts. I mean, he's there are guys that want to play with him, and so. Now that he's settled, now that he's back, now that he's not going to have to write a check for 33 and change, people will show up. No doubt, right? I think so. Especially if they know or they realize that it's the last dance for him up there. If 2021 truly is his last year in Green Bay, let's really go for it because they've only won once and it hasn't been a a while. Shouldn't you have last dance queued up, Mike? Don't we have a little disco? Oh, I to can't take play any today? commercial music. Yeah, commercial yeah, music's, music's kind of yeah. tough uh, in these days. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a shame. Now that's a shame. Well, Jeremy Schapp also calling dance. in tomorrow. 
So another perspective. So Jer- you might say. Jeremy Schapp knows something about everything, right? Jeremy Schapp. Knows everything. Is the Bob Costas of Jeremy Schapp. <laughs> By the way, Rich playing golf with him and DP this today. This is amazing. And Reed. It's going to be so. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be. It's going to be a good thing. I was there. I. Oh God. Wow, this is tremendous. If you ever wanted to know what Rich Eisenman looked like as a middle-aged crisis coming up, you got it. See you tomorrow, everybody. Thanks for watching the Rich Eisen Show. 